School bells are ringing loud and clear. Vacation's over. School is here. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, everyone. I am so excited to be back with you today. I took a longer break this summer and haven't done an episode for a while, just simply because I wanted to unplug and spend time with my family. Um, But They are back in school, and I am back in school here on campus, and so I thought, what better time than to do a back-to-school episode? So I hope that you enjoy it this week. Um, Yeah, so summer is coming to a close for many of us, and um, we're sending or have already sent our children back to school. My son actually just started first grade uh, last week, and my daughter started her preschool classes yesterday, and Now, I loved summer break. I even did a couple episodes about summer, Um, but I am actually really grateful to be going back into the school year, mostly because I really love the structure and routine that it provides for my family. So as all of our families transition back to school, it's really easy for us to feel overwhelmed with all the new demands that are coming our way. Um, For for example, this is the first year that my son has ever brought homework home, and we actually have to figure out how and when to get that done. Um, So in today's episode, I really just wanted to share five practical tips that I hope will help you transition easier into um, into this new season. And it's my hope that my trial and mostly errors over the, over the last few years will help you out and help you be confident in tackling this new season with your families. So here we go. The first one is to embrace your mornings. There is absolutely nothing worse than getting started first thing in the morning on the wrong foot. How many of you have ever found yourselves running around the house looking for your daughter's second shoe while at the same time barking orders at your son to get dressed and then you find the shoe, your son gets dressed, you whisk them out the door only to find out that one of them has to pee and you forgot to eat breakfast because you were so frazzled. Can anyone relate to that? I hope that I'm not the only one that has experienced mornings like that. But think about how you feel when your mornings start out that way. If you're anything like me, you feel frazzled, you feel angry, and you feel frustrated, and those feelings spill over and set the tone for the entire day. Okay, so instead of feeling that way, what I want you to do is picture your perfect day. How does it begin? For me, a lot of times it begins with a hot cup of coffee, but maybe for you it involves easing into the morning with some quiet time or reading a devotional or even just treating yourself to a nice, healthy, beautiful breakfast. The crazy thing is that you have complete control over making every day start like this. It doesn't have to be the perfect day, 
Coffee, books, and breakfast are pretty simple things to incorporate into your morning every single day. The key is that we have to get intentional about it. We have to intentionally pursue them. Rolling out of bed at the exact same time as your kids is not going to cut it. But don't worry, even just by getting up like 10 minutes earlier, you will be able to embrace your morning better and then ease into the rest of your day. Okay, my second tip is to establish routines. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about routines often. However, I love routines because they're so helpful um, for me and for my family. My favorite part about this school year is that it gives my entire family structure around what our days are going to look like. But routines aren't only just for like when you drop off or pick up your kids. Um, We can establish healthy routines that help us move more effortlessly throughout our entire days. Intentional routines to me are really beautiful because they help us make our decisions automatic, meaning that we don't have to waste any of our precious cognitive energy um, deciding what to do, how to do it, or when to do it. Not only do we benefit from routines, but our children also thrive on them. Helping your children to establish their routine is pretty simple. You simply just teach it to them the first few weeks of school by basically like walking through it with them. And before long, they are going to get the hang of it and actually be comforted by the fact that they know what to expect and when to expect it. So just to provide a sample routine of what like my children do each morning. Um, I tend to wake them up around 6.30. My son gets dressed on his own. He's almost seven. Uh, while my daughter gets, while I help my daughter get dressed. Then we all go and sit down to eat breakfast together. After breakfast, everyone gets their shoes and socks on. We grab the backpacks and hop in the car to head to school around 7.15. Since we do the same thing every single morning, There's not a lot of pushback or time wasted on whining or questioning what they need to do. But this didn't happen by accident. We've had to work on these routines. And now that we're transitioning back to school after a nice long summer break, they're having to relearn the routines too and get used to it again. But the important thing is that they will eventually get it. And when they do, life becomes so much easier for all of us moms. The same can be said for your after-school routine. Doing the same things after school, eating the snack around the same time, having some time for playing, doing your homework, eating dinner, showering, and going to bed in the same way, day in and day out, day in and day out, helps the kids, honestly, and us live more elegantly. Okay, my third tip is to get a uniform. Now, I realize that not all of your children attend a school where they have to wear a uniform. However, I still believe that adopting some type of uniform for your children is so, so helpful. When our kids know exactly what to wear each day, you eliminate arguing over clothes or wasting time trying to find an outfit. This means that you will have more cognitive energy and you will have more time available each morning. And Ultimately, just have a calmer start to your day, which is what we are all uh, working towards, right? So I've seen this firsthand since my son has worn a uniform to school for the past three years. But like I said, if you don't have an official school uniform, 
you can still easily establish your own unofficial uniform. For example, my daughter doesn't have to wear a uniform to her school, but we've established that her uniform is usually some combination of a sundress, bloomers, socks, and black shoes, and she wears the same combination of things to school every single day. I don't have to think about what to dress her in each morning, and she knows that there's no reason to argue because she's gotten used to it. And also, I'm not saying that you need to be super strict with what they wear. Feel free to give them choices, their favorite shirts or their favorite dresses. The idea is just that they understand the expectations of what they need to wear and that they can easily dress themselves, which happens whenever you start to create um, wardrobes where things can mix and match. And then you don't have to waste any time or time or energy managing it each and every day. To make your mornings go even smoother on top of having a uniform, you could actually have the kids lay out their outfits the night before. For bonus points, you could also adopt a uniform for yourself. Um, I've talked about this a little bit before in previous episodes, but I have a capsule wardrobe where um, all of my clothes mix and match, and I tend to wear a combination of black dress pants and some shirt and flats every single day to work because it's easy and I don't have to think about it. Okay, the fourth tip, and I feel like this is my favorite one, is that you can pack your kids' lunches in bulk. Packing lunches is a time-sucking activity. When my son first started um, attending preschool a few years ago, I thought I needed to be super mom and plan a different lunch every single day And then I would spend crazy amounts of time packing those lunches each and every morning. And let me tell you, it was exhausting. Eventually, I decided that I had had enough and I spent a lot of time on Pinterest trying to figure out how I could streamline this process. And the solution I came up with was that I pack my lunches on, or my son's lunches, not my own. I pack lunches on Sunday afternoon in bulk. And let me tell you what, It is a game changer. The way this works is that on Saturday, I ask my son what he wants to take to lunch for the week. He tells me some of his some of the things that he would like. I come up with one menu, and that's key. I grab those groceries during my weekend shopping trip, and then I pack all the lunches at once, store them in the refrigerator in bento style boxes so that we can simply just grab them and go each morning. Okay, every time I tell somebody about this, they, have, they inevitably have questions. So I'm going to go through a few of the questions that I typically get when I talk about this. First question is, doesn't he get bored eating the same thing each and every day? Maybe, but I'm pretty sure my son could eat macaroni and cheese every day for the rest of his life and be totally happy. Also, if I think about it, I tend to eat the same thing every day for lunch too, So I don't see why my son would be any different. And finally, because he's eating the same thing each and every day, I always make sure that the things that he's eating are things that he likes. That's why I ask him before I go grocery shopping what he would like to take to school that week. Okay, the second question I tend to get is do things stay fresh if you pack them that far in advance? In general, yes. I've really not had much trouble with things staying fresh, Um, I have learned to put fruit in a baggie or a separate container so that the juices don't make pretzels or sandwiches soggy. 
Um, also, you know, just Ziploc sandwich baggies can be your best friend in helping things to stay fresh that whole for the, all five days. Um, but for the most part, he's never complained. Okay. And then the next question is just what does a typical menu look like? Like what would you pack in advance? So I thought I'd pr provide just the last two weeks worth of menus for you. So last week for school, he took pepperoni slices, whole wheat crackers, pepper jack cheese, um, a yogurt pouch, which I freeze and then stick in his lunchbox. And by the time it's by the time it's time to eat his lunch, um, it'll be unfrozen. But it kind of acts like an ice pack, which is awesome. Um, and then he took peaches and a Dove dark chocolate. And then this week he is taking homemade chicken noodle soup, which I prepared on Sunday. And then just each morning I'll warm up a cup of it and put it in his thermos. Um, and then he's got blackberries, a yogurt pouch, again, frozen, and a Dove dark chocolate for dessert. So really, um, it's pretty simple. And then you only have to do the packing one time. And if your children are old enough, um, which my son, he's almost seven, and this was the first school year that he really helped me. But um, over the weekend, he helped me pack all of his lunches and put them in the refrigerator and he knows where they're at so that he can grab them and stick them in his lunchbox each morning. I hope that's helpful. For me, that's been one of the biggest, um, the biggest ways to kind of save time, I guess, in the mornings. Okay, and then my final tip and probably the most important one out of all five of these is just to be kind to yourself. I just wanted to remind each and every one of you to be kind to yourself, to have grace with yourself. You are in the process of meeting new teachers, establishing new routines for yourself and your family. The kids are exhausted at the end of the day and they always seem to take it out on us. And so it's okay if your kids' lunches aren't Pinterest perfect. And it's okay if you get to school only to realize that someone forgot to brush your teeth. It happens. Extend yourself grace in those, in those situations. This is a time of transition, a time of change, and change can be hard when we're all trying to figure it out. I hope that these tips have been helpful for you and your families as you begin a new school year. Um, it's my goal to help as many women as possible to cultivate their elegantly balanced life, whatever that looks like for you. And so if you've enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with some other women who may benefit from the ideas I've shared here too. As always, I would love to connect with you. And so if you'd like to continue the conversation, reach out to me over on Instagram or on Facebook. Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.